Welcome, everyone, to Tales from Planet Customer Experience. We're excited to have you here today. My name is Brian Bruner. And I'm Deliana Pavlova. We're a couple customer experience geeks who love sharing stories about customer experience. I absolutely love sourcing these stories, and I'm so excited to bring another story from my home country today. Last time we heard a story from Bulgaria, we had an example of an excellent customer-centric company. And today, I think we get to hear about a very different story of the Bulgarian service industry. We have Peter with us today, who would like to share his story. Peter, welcome to the podcast. Uh, hello, uh, nice to be with you guys. Um, I would like to share my story, as uh, Dilly said, about uh, the experience that I had with a cleaning company. Uh, and I want to share the good and the bad and overall what happened. So uh, to start, I uh, bought an apartment six, mo- six months ago. And uh, the apartment um, was ready to move in, but it needed a really good clean. So uh, normally, me and my girlfriend are uh, taking over this task. We do the cleaning ourselves. We don't use cleaning companies or haven't so far. And um, we decided that we'll uh, do the same here. We'll try to uh, do everything in a couple of days and uh, uh, get over with it. But um, it turned out to be a bigger task than we actually expected. Uh, it uh, was a bigger place that, uh, than the previous one. Uh, we were a bit more busy than uh, the last time we had to de- do something like this. Uh, so uh, at the middle, we said it's not worth it. Let's just uh, pay for our free time and uh, see how this works out. Uh, so, uh, I did a quick research. I went online. I went through a couple of websites. I liked, uh, one of the sites, how it looked. Uh, it seemed transparent in pricing and what they're about to do. Uh, so I booked the service. It was a, uh, nice booking process. Uh, it, uh, happened all online. I got uh, some price range that I was happy with. Uh, a little bit afterwards, uh, after a few hours, uh, somebody contacted me via phone. We discussed some details and uh, the booking was ready. Uh, so um, the service uh, should have taken about four hours, uh, as we agreed. Uh, and um, the day of the service uh, comes and uh, the service is in the morning. So uh, the cleaners arrive. Uh, there are two cleaners. Um, and first thing that I noticed is that they were very young. Uh, and, uh, when I, uh, talked to them, they told me that this is their actually first job with, with the company. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, when I heard that my, uh, first I got a bit worried, uh, but, uh, then I said to myself, well, everybody has their first day for a job. And, uh, normally people try to, uh, show, uh, what they can initially. So there probably will be more effort, uh, to compensate for the experience. So, uh, uh, I decided it should be, should be all fine. So when, uh, they, uh, started to unload their equipment and I saw some of their detergents, I paid attention on on, uh, on the, the detergents that they use uh, for the ovens because I know that there's quite strong chemicals there and uh, I heard of some damages that can occur for inappropriate use of, of those such chemicals. So I asked them about them, what they are, 
and they uh, told me, oh, these are very, very strong uh, chemicals. In the morning when we poured the chemical in the bottle, a little drop fell on my finger. It almost burned my finger and stuff. Uh, and uh, oh, I... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. Uh, doesn't, uh, didn't sound very safe to me. So the first thing that I said that, uh, to them is, like, please uh, be sure that you don't hurt yourself. Uh, be careful with that. Uh, and also try not to, uh, to damage anything. Uh, and that's it. I explained a little bit more what I wanted in the, to be done in the place. And uh, then I went out and we went to uh, grab a coffee, do something on my laptop. I imagined that it would be just four hours to go by and come back to a clean place. So uh, we do that. We go on, uh, on a coffee place and three hours in, they call me and they say, oh, we're we're almost ready. You can start uh, coming in. Uh, we will be ready in a half an hour. Uh, and I got a little bit surprised because I thought that it's uh, even four hours, maybe not enough for the whole place. Uh, but um, I headed back and um, when I arrived at the place, uh, the first thing that I noticed were the windows. They were not uh, very clean from the when I sold them from the outside. And um, they're, uh, uh, the first thing that I asked is, uh, how about the windows? They, they say that they're not very clean. They say, oh, we don't have a very good equipment uh, for this task. Uh, and also, this service is not a, I should mention, this is important. This is not a special window cleaning service. Uh, you normally, this is a separate service that they go in great detail. So I didn't have high expectations, but I expected that if they touch something, it will look better than it used to look before. Uh, so this wasn't the case, but uh, I said, okay. Uh, I went in to see uh, how is the inside of the apartment and uh, the, in short, the cleaning was not good. Uh, it was not good at all because some places were totally missed. Uh, it, they seemed untouched. And when I asked for those places, for example, in the bathroom, the mirror had some water spots on it. Uh, and I asked, how about this? You probably missed this one. And they said, no, it's, uh, we tried to clean it, but it doesn't come off. It's really hard. So it's in the mirror, which didn't sound right to me. But uh, I said, okay. Um, they sounded like they want to fix things. They say, okay, we'll try to fix. If you see something that's not that, that is not that clean, please tell us we'll uh, just clean it now. And I said, okay, let's try the bathroom. Let's try this part here in the kitchen and everything. Uh, I opened the refrigerator. Again, I see some spots like nobody opened it before. Uh, and I pointed, pointed the refrigerator as well. And when they started to clean it, I noticed that uh, they used the same uh, sponge that they used in the bathroom <laughs> to clean oh, no. the refrigerator. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and from that point on, I said, okay, I said to myself, that's it, I'm, I'm done, uh, no more. And... Uh, uh, I thought to myself, now I not only have to uh, pay for the service and it's not good enough, I have to go through everything again because I don't trust how it's clean. Uh, even the things that seem clean, I don't know how, how clean they actually are. Um, and uh, that's it. I, I paid them and I thought that I will uh, take this to the customer service and see what we're going to work out afterwards. Uh, and that would be a, a 
semi-normal, usual story if, if the end was uh, here. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, there is uh, one more detail that uh, made the things actually uh, uh, quite worse. Uh, one of the things that I asked them to try and re-clean uh, was um, above the oven, there is some grease that is collected and there are some pieces that you can remove and just wipe them a little bit and put them back. So I asked them just to try a little bit to, to clean that. And uh, they did that, but I didn't notice that after they cleaned this part, they put it in the kitchen, but just plainly over the over the uh, a counter, over a wooden surface, with that with nothing on, under it, and it had the detergent on it. It was quite soaked in that detergent, and unfortunately for me, it was that very very strong chemical that I saw in the beginning. But oh, this man. was something that I, yeah. Yeah, this was something that I didn't pay great attention to while it was happening. So uh, the service is complete. I paid pay the guys. Uh, they leave. I had something to do. Like uh, about 20 minutes, I was not in the kitchen. I come back to the kitchen. Uh, I see this piece. I see the chemicals. And I see how the, the, the piece has some foam on it, like bubbling up. And it's leaking. The chemical is leaking uh, on the kitchen, on the drawers, right down to the floor. The floor is wooden, and I see that in a matter of minutes, like 20 minutes, the, f the floor is now in, uh, inflated, uh, just simply ruined. Uh, this part of the floor is ruined. So for, uh, at, this, at this moment on, I realized that I only just have to reclean and deal with customer service. Now I have to partially renovate my kitchen, which will, I know how long it takes, and I know how... Uh, big of a deal this is so i was i was very frustrated <laughs> to put it in uh, in a few words uh so i wanted this to be fixed as fast as possible so uh i contacted customer service i explained what happened initially they thought that it's not that bad that uh, it's something normal that the clean was uh, that I'm probably very picky and uh, I really try to split hairs and I'm uh, on for, um, looking into details, but I send them some photos and they realize it's, it's, it's actually bad. So they told me they're going to refund me, they're going to fix everything. Um, and at that stage, I was uh, like a few hours afterwards, I was uh, calmer. And then I thought to myself, okay, it's, things happen, even such things also happen. Uh, uh, so probably they fix it uh, in, a, in a good matter of time, everything would be fine. Uh, but uh, the, the next step that followed were the, the whole process was, was not that smooth and it, it, it uh, dragged long, longer than I expected. So um, initially they said that they're going to refund me. Uh, and after uh, uh, two days passed, I got contacted again and they told me, yes, we're going to do a refund and uh, we're going to fix uh, your place. And I see that they mean a partial refund. They don't even want to refund the, the full amount. They just want to refund like part of it, uh, which was really surprising to me because I had a terrible experience with them and I expected at least a full refund. Uh, I asked about it. They started to negotiate well we can uh, offer you another clean uh, just to compensate for this clean, which was <laughs> totally, totally not an option for me just to, to yeah, try a no. second time. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, uh, 
test my luck again. So I, yeah. I refused that. And um, it took a couple of days and a, a couple of calls uh, and some people on their side to approve until I can get the full refund. So at least we got that part sorted. Uh, but then uh, the part with, the, with fixing the, the actual kitchen um, needed a few steps. Somebody had to come in. They need to see what the job is going to be. They need to find somebody to execute the job, which takes some time. So uh, they told me that somebody is going to come at my place and they're going to see the, assess the damage and uh, see what they have to do. This happened fairly quickly. In, in about a week, uh, somebody came and uh, did what they had to do. And then we had to schedule uh, when they're going to perform this job. And this, again, started to, to, to drag on. Like uh, They told me, we'll contact you in a week. They don't call me in a week. So I called them. I uh, reached to, to an agent. They told me that they're going to um, call and see what's happening. They're going to call me back. But they don't call back. So I call again, like in a few hours, I reach to another agent that doesn't know exactly what's my case. So they have to go over the steps and see what happened, what's my status, who is going to be contacting who, etc. So this also takes uh, some time and, and phone calls. And um, after, after a while, uh, I... Uh, I see that it is that it's not happening fast enough. So they offer me, we can give you the contact of the guy so you can talk directly to him so we don't have to be uh, like uh, uh, intermediate between you and him. So they give me the phone. I contact him. Uh, he um, uh, told me that he's busy. Call me next week. I'm busy this week. Call me next week. Uh, and this happens like probably everything past the service until this guy actually comes to, uh, to perform a job. It's like about two months. In, in which the kitchen is in, in a poor condition and it's not pleasant to, to, to see. It's kind of usable. Two months. Uh, yes. Yes. Wow. Uh, that, that, that long. And over yeah. that period, it's not that. Yeah. Is this, is this the same company, the cleaning company, or are they outsourcing this work to another, to a third party? Are you still working with the cleaning company, the people who are fixing it, or is this someone else? They are the same company because they have a, a, a wide portfolio of services that they perform. So this is something internal that they do. Uh, and uh, I expected that it will be faster. It's not a contractor or somebody external. It's somebody that they normally use. Uh, and uh, the... After after the, the time comes, they uh, uh, have to fix the kitchen. Uh, they start fixing it. They work um, two hours for for uh, for a day, and uh, they told me that it's going to take a couple of days to to fix the kitchen. Um, and after they work they work for two days, they tell me that they need to do something else for the next week, and they'll come back. And when they started to do the kitchen, they had to partially disassemble it. They had to move stuff around. The kitchen was not very usable at, uh, at that point. Uh, so fortunately, I had to travel for that week. So I really don't need the kitchen. But again, it's, it's something that could happen better. They could just do it for a day or two days or something. Uh, 
after this, this week pass, they come to, to finish the job. And every time that they have to do something on the kitchen, I have to be at home, have to assist them. So I'm away from work. I cannot fully commit to what I'm doing. So it's also taking time and it's uh, not something that um, I prefer to do, but I just have to do. So uh, the last day that they do the job, uh, they had to, they redid parts of the floor. They uh, redid parts of the, the, the drawers that were bad. Uh, there was this one piece that was really, really bad. It needed to be totally re replaced. Uh, but uh, they almost did everything and they had to put the kitchen together. And then um, after everything, <laughs> probably just a little bit more bad luck. It's when they tried to put everything together. Um, uh, imagine the, the kitchen is like, uh, if we say it's a three-piece kitchen, they grab one third of the kitchen. It's like the whole bottom row with all the drawers and everything with the sink in it and everything is assembled. And they, they just need to put it by the wall and just put it in place. The, the moment they lift it up to put it back in, the kitchen literally splits in half in their hands. It's like there are three people holding the kitchen. It's very, very heavy. Yeah. And it just splits in the middle. And that moment was uh, simply, oh. <laughs> I don't know how to put it. It was terrible for me, for them. And uh, at, at that point, I really feel sorry for the guys as well, because it was, it was not their intention. But this opened way more work for them. It was really, really hard for to continue because they had to, it was very heavy. They had to start putting it together somehow. Uh, and it turned out to be a, a bigger job than it, than it needed it to be. And uh, long story short, they, they put it together. Uh, and after they are done, there's still uh, one piece missing. There's still like, I have one big drawer that uh, needed to be totally replaced. They couldn't uh, fix it uh, or do something about it. Uh, and then that piece, uh, somebody else had to come to take measures, to find the proper material, etc. And this was again, another person that needed to, we went through all the steps with him again, another two months waiting for somebody to come, uh, with that guy, uh, the, the last person that I needed to, to contact, uh, we had uh, an arrangement, uh, once and he didn't show up at the arrangement. Uh, so again, we were scheduled and, and everything. So, uh, in the end, my kitchen is finally fixed, like probably six months after, after this happened. And, uh, I'm finally done with this, but, um, what's, what my disappointment is and, and what I expected is, uh, just something really, really small. It's just the, uh, the the attitude from the company or the the kind of the attention or care just somebody uh, just giving me a call like after six months like what happened is everything fine we're very sorry to to hear this happen and everything uh, or even just go up a step further uh, for example uh, I know that some companies when they do something wrong they try to make it up with something really really small like they they could send a, a box of chocolate like five dollars or something. Anything that shows that they care uh, and that they just made a mistake and they tried to fix it. But none of this uh, actually happened. And this is the part that's most frustrating for me. And it, this is the part that will make me not recommend 
and do exactly opposite if I hear somebody trying to work with that company or just share that experience. And I really hope that they will fix this, but I think that if they don't find it as a problem and they don't see that this is a, not a good way to, to treat a customer, I don't, I don't believe that they're even working on fixing this. Peter, that <laughs> I have to admit, I was at a point of like, please make this stop. Like, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> this, this is this is so painful that to, I can't even imagine going through that. It's just so frustrating. Um, it, and I and I think you what you said right at the end is so key to this. That do they are, you know are they even working to fix this? And and it's interesting that that we're hearing the story today. Just earlier this week, I was thinking about an earlier episode where we talked about how. Um, the sort of day-to-day business can go quite well. And in this case, I mean, I, I, it was interesting to hear you say um, the booking was easy and the, the website was clear and the pricing was transparent and the scheduling was easy to do. All those things that are sort of their day-to-day, they've obviously put some thought into it in order to make that work well, right? What they obviously haven't put any thought into is, how do you fix a problem when it comes? And and I, I can't remember who we were talking about, but I think it was a, a telephone company or a, or a cable company that, you know, paying your bill and everything, that that's easy to do. But when something goes wrong, how do you handle it? And that's really that, you know, as Diliana often says, the moment of truth with this company that that you learn what they're really about. And and clearly this company, you know, has no idea how to how to handle customers in this kind of a situation. They may handle them very well on a, you know, oh, we sent someone to clean and they, you know, obviously they didn't do a good job, but, you know, if, if they have the right people and they do the right chemicals and everything goes well, I mean, there's a reason why this is a, it sounds like it's a, a rather big company, but things like this just, you know, are so frustrating and it just shows that they're not paying attention to that service recovery opportunity where something goes wrong, how do we handle it? And I just, it's a fascinating story. Yeah, and I agree with you, Brian, because it's very interesting, right, from our perspective as CX professionals, what I take away from this is clearly there is thought and intention in designing the experience, right, but kind of delivering on that experience is where, to me, it seems like it's lacking, because I'm not, from Peter's story, Yes, it's about the service recovery. It's about the issues. But I'm also not convinced that there is intention behind delivering the experience day in and day out, right? Kind of overall. And from a CX perspective, it's not just about designing great experiences, but delivering them exceptionally well every time. And of course, when something goes wrong, how do we recover? No, I think that's a a great point because um, obviously they sent two brand new people you know, and and Peter, I think you were so generous with you know saying, well, everybody's got to have a first day, and that's true. But you would hope that at least they would send someone experienced with someone new to kind of guide them along. But clearly, they had no idea what they were doing, and and you know, just not only didn't do a good job. I mean, if there's one thing about you know interacting with your customers, you don't want to. Um, you, you want to give them a good experience, but at the very minimum, you don't want to make that their situation worse after they're with you by, you know, in this case, destroying the, the apartment or the kitchen. Right. So, so, um, Peter, what, what, um, you, you said something interesting about, you know, if someone were ever to ask for your recommendation, you would, you would do just the opposite of that. Have you, 
told this story to other people as well? I, I assume you probably have, right? Yeah, and I really don't try to, like, I know it's hard to have a business. I know it's hard to run a business and uh, that uh, sometimes things really go wrong. I know if the company is big, they can miss some uh, places where the experience is really lacking. So I try not to be very harsh uh, and judge only on a, a single uh, isolated case. But uh, I was frustrated, like emotionally frustrated. And it's something that I shared like over lunch with colleagues and everything, just the frustration. And um, also uh, at some point when it got worse and worse and worse, uh, I feel like I need to uh, protect somebody that may uh, go through the same thing. So uh, yes, I not re- did not recommend and exactly the opposite. I just shared my experience and uh, made sure that somebody else doesn't fall into the same kind of situation. Yeah. And, and, and we've talked about this on our, on our podcast many times of how um, damaging that is to a company. And, and again, I, I, I like how you said it. I, I don't want to put anyone out of business, but I think people need to be aware of what the situation is, especially so that the company can then fix things. Right. And especially where, this is a big company. And to me, that was the, you know, when you first started talking about, oh, then they had to bring in someone else. I thought, okay, well now, you know, it's a Diliana's question. Now they have to, now they're talking about another company and there's, you know, what they're doing, but this is all the same company. And so these are all resources that, that they in theory control, or at least have some influence over, uh, which makes it even more frustrating that it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So, And an opportunity to create a cohesive, good experience. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And you have all of the components of delivering the experience working together. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Peter, thank you for sharing this with you. Any, anything else you uh, sharing this with us? Anything else you want to uh, you want to add? Well, I just wanted to uh, to say that at least for me, uh, the contact with with a company uh, uh, with that provides services or something else is very close to like contact to a person or a friend or, or somebody. And when they show care and they show that they uh, mean well and they are interested in in what's uh, what's what's the whole process, it uh, uh, makes you feel comfortable. But in that in that case, that that didn't happen. So. Uh, probably my take is that sometimes it takes really, really small steps and small uh, efforts from the other side just to make somebody feel like somebody on the other side cares. Uh, so this is my take from the, the whole story. I, I, that's a great point. I loved your comment about, hey, send me a box of chocolates. Send me something, right? I mean, you don't want to be, you know, well, here's a coupon for, you know, $2 off a dinner or something. <laughs> but, but something of, uh, at least like you said, something that shows that, hey, we're sorry. You know, this, we, we recognize that this was a problem. And, and usually it doesn't have to be a huge amount of money. So that's, uh, that's a really great point. Diliana, anything else you want to add before we close up? Thanks for sharing the story, Peter. Um, sorry, it was a frustrating experience, but again, another example and um, something we can all learn from, right? Which is what we're trying to do on this podcast. So we appreciate you sharing the story and being here with us today. Absolutely. Thank you for yeah. me. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. Uh, for all of our listeners, uh, again, we if you have a story you'd like to share with us, please reach out to us, uh, planetcustomerexperience at gmail.com. 
um, or you can uh, uh, you can find some of us uh, if, if you're connected with us on LinkedIn or or uh, in other social media. Um, and uh, we also encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. We uh, we do see a lot of listeners in Bulgaria, so uh, Bulgaria is definitely representing, uh, which is great. Uh, but we are seeing uh, our, our uh, number of subscribers and number of listeners uh, grow, which uh, which is exciting for us because we enjoy sharing these stories. So, again, thank you for listening. We wish you all a great week and greetings from Planet Customer Experience.